welcome to Wheelmen of Genius. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wheelmen of Genius. It is episode 48, the Jimmy Johnson special. Uh, raced the Roval last week, going to Vegas this week. Did not have a great time on track at the Roval. Other than the off on track, it was pretty fun. Had a lot of folks come out. Uh, it was a good time. I don't know how it went for you, but uh, I enjoy the Roval. I like sleeping in my own bed. I like that I can go to Kilted Buffalo after the race. I like, I don't know, I like racing Charlotte. Now we're going as far as possible away. So, uh, yeah, we got, we got. I mean, I did my whole tweet up thing the all on Saturday and it, it did absolutely zero traction on social. So I was pretty excited about that. Oh yeah. What's a tweet up? I was just like following my day of what I do around here. Mm, okay. Nice, nice. It didn't really catch anything, so I wasn't I wasn't too did, upset about did it. Did you did you pit on Saturday? I did. I pitted for the guy that uh, dumped you on the last lap. Oh, nice. Did you see me screaming in his face after the race was over? I did not because I just left. I didn't oh. really feel like. I, listen, I get paid to pit the car. I don't get paid to. Your gas you know, cans are at the hauler with two to go. Pretty much, I don't. I don't get paid to like you know in fights and what have you yeah, so i got a question say hypothetically we got into a fight who side who side you on mine or, or the guy you're pitting hypothetically i'm already gone <laughs> like i'm not even there anymore that's right. that's that's where my loyalties lie yeah that really ground my gears i don't know man i just felt like to be fair time. you were also kind of a weapon all day not really i mean there were multiple incidents that you were around. Yeah. I mean, I had one guy take my nose off, spot himself out, blame me. I've seen on social media, he blamed me, uh, whatever, I guess. I mean, I was so far under him that when he turned across my nose, I spun out too. Uh, luckily someone hit me in the left front and straight me back out, but whatever, I guess, uh, and I don't know if I really got into it anybody else. No, I didn't. Someone flipped me off for putting them three wide after they had just put me three wide. I don't understand the 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 knowledge there. But you'll, you'll get that. Whatever. I guess they, they thought they should be running better. So flip me off. I don't know. Whatever. Stuff pisses me off. But whatever, it's over now. Um go to Vegas next week and just outrun them there. But yeah, Roval was interesting. Had a decent car on, like on a long run. Uh, we were really good. Like after dude chopped my nose off and damn near spun me out. I fell back like six spots and I got them all back before the stage was over. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good car. The pink stuff car looked good. Uh, lots of pink in the pit area, which was good for the uh, fight for a cure 250. Um, I had Marco Andretti try to kill me in three and four, big track three and four. Nice. I don't know if he like got loose or something or just thought I wasn't there, but I was at his door. He just turned left. <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. It was just a rough race all day. The car was pretty beat up. Splitter bar was might as well have not been on it anymore just from blasting curbs. Right. I hit the one, the second curb on the front straightaway chicane so hard one time that all four tires came off the ground. That's uh, always good. I hear you want that. No, I mean, I just was right tucked up underneath somebody and uh, misjudged, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, that was a fun weekend. My girlfriend and I were on TV for the nat the national anthem. I knew it was coming. I seen the camel running from afar, stood on my tiptoes. Uh, You're a short little guy. No, I didn't actually do that, but I thought about it. It was, it was in my head. Like, speaking of, speaking of which, um, one, one of the picker guys that I always yuck it up with every week goes, you know what? I think you 
are the shortest gas main on pit road. And I never even thought about it. But look at everybody else on pit road. I mean, all the other gas men are like tall, like really tall. I'm just wide. Square body. Yeah. So that was quite the revelation this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't really have much. I mean, the cup race is pretty crazy. Uh, Custer got that penalty. Cup race, no. Cup race was not crazy. I didn't watch any of it. I watched, like, the last two laps. See, you're the problem. You are the problem. You watched the last two laps. I mean, didn't Chase Elliott, like, get spun from the lead and then? Like, that happened after all the chaos. Like, after there was. What was, there was, like, some, like, signage issue? What was was the Signage about a lane and a half off the groove. In on the six asphalt, on the asphalt in well, six that's something i mean that's but by the time they threw the caution it had already moved its way back to the grass oh well then yeah they got to make it exciting somehow matt i mean it was it was two and a half hours of parade laps yeah it's just the way that car is man it's just hard to pass it took the the it like it made mile and a half racing more exciting in my opinion the new car did but it kind of hurt the short track and road course stuff. Yeah. But they'll get it better. I saw that they have an update for the new rear clip to try to make it a little bit safer, have a little more crush. I mean, that's it's what's needed. Yeah. And they're going to take some bars out. I was looking at the diagram. Someone posted it. Uh, it needs to crumple. Yeah. I mean, the, the issue is now is like now when it crumples, you're going to destroy your transaxle every time you back into the wall. But I guess you'd I rather think, destroy it. I'd rather you'd rather destroy a transaxle than destroy your driver's brain. Yeah, because now um, Alex Bowman's out for the rest of the year. Well, it says the last the next three races. Right. That is the rest of the year. There's four races left, brother. No, he said he's done for the year. I, I saw three races. I saw it, I'm done for the year. Whatever. I saw three races. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's, all the, it's all the same. Yeah. Kurt Busch has an announcement. You have any ideas what that might be? Next He's retiring. Year. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Hometown. I mean, it makes sense with them buying out Reddick's contract from RCR. Yeah, that's not confirmed yet, is it? I mean, it's not, but they're going to make an announcement this weekend. 2311 does, has, has an announcement. Yeah. That might just be with Kurt Busch, though, too. Never know. But that's what the industry is. is uh, That's what the industry rumor mills yeah. put together? That makes sense. Yep. And, mm. um, I mean, we were right about Chandler Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So, something uh, to look toward, too. Yeah. I know. The thing uh, – I wonder what, like, because they just announced that pardon my cheesesteak deal for the 16 car with Gregson in it. What are they going to do there? Uh, they confirmed that Gregson would be in the 16 for Martinsville. Oh, so they'll just put, like, Al Geyer in. They'll put Al Geyer, maybe Josh Perry or someone like that. They can always give me a call. I'll let them know. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll pass along that information for you. So, uh, yeah. Lots of stuff, lots of moving and lots of shaking in the in the Cup Series. Tony Stewart's pissed. Tony Stewart's really pissed. Which, as he should be. I mean, there's no evidence of foul play. Like, there was blatant radio chatter when Chase Elliott held up Kyle Harvick, or Kyle Harvick, Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick to help Larson win that race. To help Larson. Yeah, he's like, I mean, there was it was blatant there. This one, not so blatant, but. The not blatant at all. He said he had a flat tire. That was a crew chief, though. That wasn't the driver. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, he's telling you. I think. I mean, sometimes you can't feel the flat tire in the race car. If you right. think the tire's going down. No, I, I, I fully understand. Just one of those deals, you know. Yeah. Or they win the appeal? I don't think they will. Mm. I think they should. I said this, you should be innocent until proven guilty. In my opinion, they probably should, but. Because NASCAR's already gone zero for two on appeals. On like that. Well, and and just calls like that. I feel like they just miss calls of it all the time. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, and people are in an uproar about them not doing anything about anything, and then now 
when someone kind of executes it properly and should get away with it, they're not going to get away with it. Right. I I think at this point you just got to be like, mm, no, we're just not going to do that. I couldn't believe the people that got eliminated in that deal though. That was wild. I mean, Larson, Suarez. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Are those the only two people that got eliminated? Well, no. I mean, there's two. I mean, Bowman got eliminated, but that was obviously going to happen. You know, someone else. <clears throat> who else got eliminated? Cindric? Or did he make it in? He was above the cut line at one point when I looked, but. Cindric did not make it in. Yeah. And it was pretty crazy watching that that bubble. What happened to Larson? Why did it, Why did he miss it? What, did he break something? I saw him. Uh, Transaxel. Oh damn! Oh no, not 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 transaxle. Um, like a toe link or something. Toe link, probably from bashing curbs, dude. I uh, hit the wall. Oh, well, that'll do it too. That'll yeah. do it every time. Dude, it was crazy how much speed you'd pick up hitting that one turtle really hard on the front straightaway. Like I don't know if you could see it when you were watching, but like it was huge to hit that first one. It was so uncomfortable to do, or at least for me, it was but it was way faster. Yeah. I, I mean, every time I see you on a road course, I feel like you're just out to lunch. Like you have no idea what's going on. Why? I don't know. Cause you're always in the back. You're always like, not really. It's just my opinion. I mean, at Coda, we were in 14th when the motor blew up. Is that strategy though? No, that was like middle of stage two. I think you're lying. I don't think I am. And then we finished 16th at Road America. What? What happened at Watkins Glen? We had suspension break. I already told you that. Real convenient. I mean, in Harmon's car at Watkins Glen, how were we running? Pretty damn good. If you made the race, I did. Okay. And we were we were shoot we ran third for like two laps on strategy. And that's a long time at Watkins Glen. Right. Whatever. Talk shit on me about road courses. Hey, I gotta spice it up somehow. The road course fields are a lot harder. I will say that. I mean, you were. How do you even describe it? I mean, you were going up against an Indy car. I'm not even going to say he's a legend because I don't think he's a legend. I think he's, he's very average. F1 guy in the race this last week, Andy Lally, who's sports car guy. Really good. Road Patrick Gallagher, sports car guy. Yeah. I mean, they're always, every single time you go to a road course. James Davison. I feel this tough at a road course. James Davison. But I don't think we can get better. Me and Wayne were talking about things we can do to get better over the off season with that stuff. We got some ideas. I think I just think you suck at road courses because you're never up in it, you know. What do you mean? Like up like top ten? <laughs> like you're never in that big glob going into turn one. Yeah, that's true. I try to stay away from that. I don't want to tear the car up. <laughs> I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that's the road. I really don't like the roval. It sucks. There's not very many good passing zones, I feel like. Like, there's two big breaking zones and there's chicanes. I mean, the Roval opens itself up to just chaos. Like, yeah, so everyone, everyone rides around until the next caution. And then they just sail it off into turn one, four, five, six wide. Yeah. Like, it, it, just, it just makes our product look silly yeah yeah i don't know it makes me i mean i think like we talked about once how the chicago street course it'll be a parade the whole time but i think that's better than the roval i think there's more opportunities to pass than the roval joey hand said it best he said the roval isn't a road course it's a street course right really it's so narrow it makes yeah he said it's super narrow there's walls everywhere so there's no runoff areas Mm -hmm. i mean granted at like you know five six seven area you can run off a little bit but yeah he's like yeah this is this is just a very big very fast street course and once i looked at it i'm like i mean and he would know yeah yeah 
It's one of the most qualified individuals to be racing one of those cars. And uh, Austin Sindrick just, we were coming into pit and we weren't even that good that day. You know, I think we were running like uh, 25th, but we cycled up to like 15th and we were, we were coming to pit that lap and Austin Sindrick missed his breaking point so far, probably by about four or five car lengths on the back stretch chicane that it, he punted us so hard. The right front hit the wall and we bent a, a tie rod. And that was the end of the day. Like turned you like into the wall to the right. Yeah. Damn. That sucks. Just one of those racing deals. Yes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like now that I think the more that I think about what he was saying about being like a fast recourse, it is because there's walls like dude, turn one and two is so sketchy and so narrow. Like there's nowhere to go. Right. There's, I mean, it is what it is there, you know? And then even three and four, there's a lot of walls. Turn five wall. If you miss the corner, turn six, you can run off turn seven wall, turn eight wall. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about the Chicago race though. Next year should be interesting. Just after racing that race last week. I think it's going to suck. The only thing that makes me nervous is that turn one, turn six interchange there. Cause you're going to be hauling the mail into turn six and turn one. Right. And if you have any kind of issue, you are going to explode. You're going to hit the wall so hard. Like not a little bit. I yeah. think it's, it's just going to be awful. Yeah, that's, your, well, that's your opinion on everything. It's oh, it's terrible. You're like yeah. from Winnie the Pooh. I'm always up to be the pessimist. Yeah. Always. I know. 100%. But we'll see. We shall see. Going to Vegas this week? Doing any gambling? I'm doing a lot of gambling. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't, it's always nice to gamble with a crew. Like get a full, like just take a table. And just yeah. you know, run with it. But I don't know if I'll have that this year. I Everyone seems to be that. like, "Are you staying at South Point?" Oh yeah, the point. Take me to the point. Isn't that what it says on the TV whenever you walk in the room? Whenever I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, I haven't even thought about it. I, I till just now, I was like, "Damn, I guess I could play a little bit," but. Oh, you feeling frisky? You got, you got I get in my head like, oh, I can make a little money while I'm out there. And then when I, every time I think like, oh, I can I can go up some in my head. That's when I go down real hard. No, you just have to you have to show up assuming that you're going to lose it all. And then when you walk out with something, it looks it's it's nice. I know. But in, in, like I've been thinking like I need to save a little bit of money before the end of the year. So I have like money in the off season, and. Oof, I don't know. Might have to, might have to, just double what I have. Uh, are we, are we gonna get our normal restaurant food? Which is um, where we the, go? That Asian restaurant there. Oh yeah, I'm going there. I'm definitely going there. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get off the plane. Zinching or whatever it's called. Yeah, Zinchin. Yeah, Zinchin. I think oh, the buffet, the buffet's probably back open too. The Garden Buffet, it was open last time we were there. Oh, uh, it was? I didn't even notice. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of was the buffet. But um, I, I'm going to get off the plane. You know where I'm going to go? Traps table? No, I'm going to get off the plane. And when I'm going to the track, where am I going to go? The Petro Station? I don't know. I'm going to get. I'm going to go to In-N-Out. Hmm. Get me a double double animal style. What a waste of money that is. You might as well uh, go yeah. and get like six roller dogs for the same price and same stomach feel. I just got a text message that's that read. Does anybody want to double pit a BJ car? <laughs> I'd be like, possibly if it's double for money. Double <laughs> for double pay, and if they're in the same stall. <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody do that? Yeah. And Al, I should talk about that. That happened this week. So I was on, obviously I was on one of the BJ cars and um, 
double pitting is basically you pit two cars in the same race. They sometimes like most of the time at a road course and stuff, they will one car will just drop all the way to the back and come in 25 seconds later. And basically we had one and a half crews. So there were two gas men. So there were gas men on both cars. The changers had to go back and forth from one car to the other. There was, it was only one stall apart. So there was a car in the middle. The changers had to, so they would do a pit stop on the five. And then the Jackman would also go down there, but he carried tires. So all that was left in our pit box was me, the gas man, and the carrier. The Jackman would go carry tires on the 78 while the changers did the stops. It's it's one of the most interesting things I've ever seen. I think one time on a BJ, I ran BJ's car that one time at Texas, and I'm pretty sure we pitted, he had three at the time, and we pitted in the same stall. Like, I would come, I don't, they don't They don't let you do that anymore. Oh. They used to. Yeah, you pit in the same. It was like an F1 race. <laughs> right. Double stack. Yeah. But they, I don't think they let you do that anymore. Oh, I see. Yeah, like you come down one lap, then you come down the next lap, same stall. Right. Do, the, so when, do the changers have, like, do they have guns at the other one, or they got to, like, unhook, go to the well, Paoli two cars. Yeah, they would supply the guns for two cars, right? Yeah, Paoli has guns for the whole field. So their guns are already sitting there waiting on the oh, wall. That makes it a little bit better. I'm going to take any equipment. Yeah, it was, it, it was an interesting experience because it's like you're doing pit stops, but like it's just get the car full. And well, I mean, at a road course, I mean, it's not like you're going to lose a lap or anything. So, right. We had to double pit when I drove for JP Motorsports at the Roval. And uh, every single caution was a quickie caution. Oh, that's awful. So, like, I'd be coming down the second time. Or, I mean, I I would come down and the, they'd be going green. <laughs> so, you automatically go down a lap? Not really automatically, depending on if there's another caution. But I'd be a half a lap behind the field. Right. Nah, we won that race anyway. That was a crazy experience. That was the first ever Roval race with the death chicane on the back straightaway. Oh, it was like the 90-90, wasn't it? it? Yeah, it was the bus stop, but it was like the sketchy, like so fast in the bus stop. Like, I don't even know if we downshifted. Yeah, because that was when the dudes were hitting the inside part of the wall. Yeah, it's when they'd go through and they'd hit the, the last wall. Yeah, and destroy the front end of the cars. Yeah, they'd fly over the turtles into the wall. It was pretty awesome, actually. Uh, But, yeah, that was a sketchy time. But I remember that because we didn't have – the team I drove for did not have a road course transmission, so I was using an oval track transmission. Uh, The oil, I think we had an oval track oil tank in it, so it didn't have pickups on both sides for the oil. And we blew up in the middle of the final stage, but um, it was definitely interesting. I was shifting at way different spots than everybody else. Right. And everyone around you is like, what's this guy doing? Yeah. Like on a, on the front straightaway, like you're normally in second from the chicane to turn one. I was having to go second to third and then back to second. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I like that. It's kind of cool, actually. I wish that NASCAR would like give us some leniency with transmissions because, I mean, you get them every week anyway. Like most teams lease them every week, mm. so I mean they could just put different ratios in them if they want. But it is what it is. Like in the truck, you uh you restart the first gear, and like I was telling them at Bristol, I don't know if the truck rules are the same, but at Bristol, like restarting a first gear is like. Like you like immediately shift up, but if you restart second gear, it's kind of bogged down. So it's kind of weird, but no, it's definitely interesting because even in the truck, like taking off out of pit roads so hard because you got to restart the first gear. Right. You have to like pretty much floor it, bounce off the chip and then dump the clutch and then just hold it until you're going fast enough where you can roll out of the gas. or you'll like stall. Yeah. It's weird. So, big sponsor on the car this weekend. Yep, got Alka-Seltzer on the car again this week. Um, pretty pumped about it. It's our last race with Alka-Seltzer this year, so hopefully we can end it with a bang. 
Um, should be good though. Same car I ran at Texas, and I was really good at Texas. Uh, ran at Kansas, I was good at Kansas. So feel like we're getting it pretty dialed in. I'm starting to really like that car. I like Vegas a lot too. Um, so should be good. Yeah, I like Vegas. It, I think it's it promotes some of the better, you know, multi groove racing, kind of like Kansas. Yeah, I mean, it's they're they're very similar, really. You just don't. It's not progressive banking, so you don't run up by the wall. People do, but I don't think it's that big of an advantage to run up by the wall. If your cars work on the bottom, you might as well stay on the bottom. Yeah, I like it just because it's starting to get cold here now. And we just got done with all the hot season. So let's just go back to Ve- let's go to Vegas where it's still 95 degrees outside. And let's just, there? I haven't even looked at the weather. Yeah, it's it's like highs highs of 90 every every day we're there. So solid. You know, I like our races at noon on Saturday. I know that's pretty pretty sick, but the garage opens for us at like 6 30. For cup? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of whack. Because <laughs> like we're on we're on track at like uh 9 a.m. That's cool though. I've said it before. Yeah, being on track or like being the driver in the car early in the morning is like great feeling. Makes you feel like you're cold trickle testing at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yeah, we should uh, we should go down to Fremont Street on Friday night. For what? I don't know. Just the atmosphere. Let's go gamble at Circa. Mm, Maybe Circa's cool. I love that place. Not as much as I love the South Point, but I like Circa. Because Xfinity guys really don't get a lot of, you don't get the full like Vegas experience. You get one. Oh, night. you don't get. Yeah, you don't get much time there. I mean, the old heads will be back at the hotel by eleven thirty in the morning on Saturday. So they'll they'll rage all day. No, they won't. That was back in prime. That was back in their prime. They'll tell you about it, but they don't do it anymore. I mean, I'll I'll be back to the hotel by six o'clock, and I'll be ready and raring to go. You know who I didn't see this weekend and I'm kind of surprised was old Hillman. He was there. I saw was him. Was he? I didn't see him all week. Yeah, they ran they ran three cars. So yeah, I know. I that's what I'm saying. Uh yeah. pretty sure he was Josh Williams crew chief. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's a 36 car, so 92. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. 92, 92, 92. I was thinking because they, they run normally Josh would be in the 36, but I guess to make sure Alex, I mean, Alex was going to make it. I don't know why they wouldn't have put him in the 92. Like he would have qualified. I don't know. Whatever. One of those deals. Yeah. You are inching ever so closer to getting in the top 20 in the driver's points. Yeah, I know. Shout out Brett Moffitt. Yeah. He's really helping us out there. If we would have just not had so much goofy stuff happen at the beginning of the year, we'd already been there anyway, but, uh, I don't know. We're getting close. As long as I mind my P's and Q's, we'll get there. And honestly, we're getting closer to – we're still bettering ourselves in the owner points, which is good, uh, creating that buffer. So when we go to Daytona next year, we'll be in a decent spot. I'd like to get – we can get to 25th, I think. I think It's close. It's log jams. Yeah. So Uh, you're, You're 35 points out of top 20. Yeah, so if I just go finish fifth this weekend, uh, we'll be there. So then you'll still be 10 points behind. No. Five points. Yeah, I guess it's just not 40 cars. Not 40 cars. There's going to be 38. Yeah, 38. So i got to finish third, and then we'll be tied. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Let's see. When it comes to owner's points, you are nine points from top 25. That's it, really? Yep. The 44, the, the 44 is negative 2,666. Mm-hmm. You are negative 2,675. Yeah. And you are seven points from leapfrogging the 38, who has CJ McLaughlin in it this week. Yeah. But, the top last time. But you're only two points ahead of the 45. Yeah, they had a good week last week. And you're 24 points ahead of the 66. Who's in what, 29th? 29th. What about 30th? 30th is, let's see, 25, 31 points back. 
Yeah, so we just gotta just gotta mind it, be smart, don't speed on pit road. Bailey, stop speeding on pit road. I know I've been bad about that this year, but you know what? Denny Hamlin speeds on pit road a lot too, and he's pretty good. So yeah, he's won over ten thousand races. That's how it makes myself feel better. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, I think we just got to mind it. And I think our mile and a half stuff's been pretty sporty here lately. So, should be good at Vegas. We're really good at Texas, I feel like. Um, I just got to get back. And I've been kind of sneaking up on it. Whenever we went and qualified at Vegas last time, I was kind of a little bitch. Why? I don't know. I was just, like, worried about, like, tearing the car up and qualifying, which I don't know why. Like, if I overstep, overstep, I just don't crash. Right, but, knock on wood. But I mean, I don't know. I just didn't have the qualifying confidence that I used to have, like 2018, 2019. Dude, you used to be able to qualify a car like it was going out of style. Yeah, but the field back then was a lot easier too. The field back in, I mean, even last year was easier, in my opinion. It stepped up. That mid pack has really gotten dense it'll be interesting to see what happens next year you know have they said do you know if they've said anything about like are we doing this whole practice qualifying thing next year have they confirmed that what have they said do you know um the rumor i heard is we're back to like 150 minute practice session i love that i don't but it doesn't matter the difference who cares what's 30 more minutes it's not just that. It's the the fact that you can actually work on the race car. Show up to the racetrack better. Okay, well, that's a lot harder for smaller teams. I know. I work for one. So it really gives the bigger teams an advantage to have all the sim program and all of that stuff to go be way better because their stuff is the perfect whenever they unload. Just be better. Yeah, it costs money, Matt. You know that. I know that. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind of anxious to see what the field looks like next year in Xfinity. Who comes, who goes. I haven't heard anything about about any new teams. Joey Gase is expanding to two cars. That's right. He did say that. I think Uji said he wanted to expand to two cars. Mm -hmm. JD's Uh going three. Yeah. I don't know. I hear about people coming, but I'm, I wonder about people bringing less, you know. But we won't know till next year. It'll be very interesting for sure. How many cars do you think at Daytona next year? You think they expand the field to 40? No, they won't keep expanding it. I mean, if they did, the like, if you look at the purse structure for Xfinity, like, it will be paying, like, nothing if you if they go to 40. It'd be like back when uh, they were running 40 every week for COVID, and if you finish in those spots, you only got 4500 bucks. Right. Um, Even now, like, the 36th or 37th, 38th are, like, getting significantly less than 36th and up. Oh, another team that's probably showing up is uh, Austin Wayne Self's team. That's right. Yeah, they're coming too. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Anderson brings two cars to Daytona. I mean, I, I think you could probably see 45. Mount 45, yeah. Bassett Brothers would probably show up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we get an RFK team back. I doubt it, but you never know. Yeah, I don't think now. I don't think they will now. I think they're going to continue to build their cup program before they do anything like that. Who knows where Haley Deegan goes? Yeah. You know. Be interesting to see what she does this weekend. Maybe she just wreck her. No, man, I'm not going to try to wreck anybody. But which, I, wonder, I wonder what, like, is that a Stuart Haas car? I mean, I'm sure it is. I mean, it pretty much is every week, actually. But that car. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see. A lot yeah. of moving. A lot of shaking. 
Uh, yeah, I was going to get that Bobby Dodder won a race earlier this year. With that's Cole. wild. I know. Wild. Good for Bobby. Like I know. I was pumped for him when it happened. I have been around Bobby and his team multiple times, and it's just nothing but good people over there. Yeah. So we will see. But, yeah, Vegas should be fun. I, uh, no, no PJ one, no traction compound, just good old fashioned balls. Yeah. So be good. Like I said, I like this car. We got a lot. We got Alex Seltzer on it again. This is my first, like, I'm trying to think of who we ran with him. First, like real mile and a half I've run with Alex Seltzer. So hopefully we can get him a good run. Uh, Why does this episode suck, dude? I feel like we've got nothing to talk about. Well, it's because we waited till Thursday to do it. Yeah, I know. Morning episodes are not good. They're not it. We'll get it. We should do a Las Vegas extravaganza episode. Uh, we could just talk about all the stuff the next week. Yeah. I can't believe there's only four more, dude. Yeah, then we can be done for a while. We'll do a, a season recap pod. Yeah, that'll be that'll be nice. Then we'll then we'll be off for a while. Yeah, for a long while. Thanksgiving episode, Christmas episode. Uh, speaking of holidays, you got you got you got to uh, dress up for Halloween at Martinsville. Nope, I'm. I am not a fan of Halloween. Never have been. You're not gonna like walk around like you're Chris Farley, because that would work. Are you saying I'm fat? No, I'm saying you look like Chris Farley is what I'm saying. That's fucked. I'm done. I'm done. No, you look like it. The facial hair is similar. Everything. Oh, he muted himself. Very mature, Matt. Very mature. Come, dude. Come on. That was uncalled for. You look like him. That's so uncalled for. Oh, my God. You are absurd. All right, well, you can dress up like Ryan Gosling then because y'all look so similar. (laughs) No, no, I know that's not even sincere. Mm -hmm. Well, I think think that's going to do it for us today. Yes, and honestly, I'm down for this to be a short episode because I feel like we're just trying to drag this thing on. And but really, we need to get to an hour every. I know we're gonna be like we're gonna be like severely less than an hour, like thirty minutes, which is only pitiful. only you know ten people listen to this thing anyway, so it's not no, that they, big a deal. They fair amount do honestly. I think the people listen, but all right, it, whoever listens to this episode, go to Twitter once you hear this, and just. Comment on any Bailey Curry post, the middle finger, and we'll see how many people actually do it. People aren't going to do that. They would never flip me the bird. I do all the time. Yeah, I know. But thanks for coming out, everybody. I went to an epic chop house the other night. Oh. For the girlfriend's birthday, never been there before. Nice Breaking news: Bailey Curry has a girlfriend. Yeah, I know. Uh, super nice restaurant. Like, kind of dress nice and everything. Uh, went in there, felt like we're having a nice, nice dinner. Uh, a cup regular walks in, and he's dressed like he's going to an Applebee's. And I was like, "Damn, I guess he probably he probably eats here just like a couple times a week. No big deal." Just chilling. <laughs> and? Kind of made me feel like a broke boy. but <laughs> That'll happen. I know. It was funny, though. I was like, damn, like, he really does not care. This is a nice restaurant. Like, did this you talk to this person? This is an Applebee's to him. Did you talk to this person? No. Or did you just make eye contact? No, I just saw him. I, I don't know cup guys. Oh. I, I hardly know Xfinity guys. I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> Well, that's good. If you see Bailey Curry, talk to him. Always come up to his table. He's not doing anything anyway. Yeah, I know. I had a steak, though. Flames. I will say, if you want to meet any NASCAR member of any team, 
this weekend's the weekend to do it. You'll just bump into them at the South Point. Yeah, at any given table at South Point, like there's one NASCAR person there. I've heard a bunch of great stories of like young drivers trying to hang out with their crew and then just getting bewildered on the tables like that craps like it's yeah. all NASCAR people. And it was like, I can't remember who the driver was, but it was a couple of years back and they were a rookie and everyone was just badgering him to throw the dice and he just wouldn't. And then he finally did. And he rolled a seven and everyone. Hated Sounds about right. Yeah. If you get a hot roller on the craps table, like text me or something. By the time you get there, it'll be done. It'll be like a seven. As soon as I, Six and eight, seven. <laughs> yep. That's how it goes. Play the field. Always don't play the don't play the field. Play the field. The field is such a noob bet. You gotta play the field, baby. If you play the field and six and eight, you're either gonna win big or you're gonna uh land normal. So you're not gonna make any money. Or no, you'll either win big, you'll either win a lot playing the field, or you won't make or you'll just be even. So you won't make any money. No, you're always going to be like the only situation there is, is you will win or be even. So lose to the listeners out there. He has tried this method before and lost all of his money. Yeah, but that I didn't really get to get fully into the method. And it was weird. It was like the person like was rolling everything but six and eight or the field. It was. And then they just kept rolling sevens. Which you know you don't want that in craps. No, you at some point you when it's off. You're on the pass line. When it's off, you want them to roll sevens. Sevens and elevens. No twos and twelves. Well, twos and twelves if you're on the field though. Yeah, it pays triple. Yes. See, that's that's what that's where they get me. That's where they get me. I got to learn how to play those things in the middle. Like the, the hard, the hard ways. Yeah. The hard ways. It's pretty simple. Yeah. But is that like the field where if it doesn't hit, they take it? No, that's that stays. So say you want, want them to roll a hard six, right? Mm-hmm. Bet $5 on a hard six. It pays, I think, uh, eight to one, eight or nine to one. I think it's nine to one. So, it sits there until a seven is rolled or a six is rolled. So say you roll a six and it's a four, two, you don't win because it's not a hard six. So then they take your money. Oh, okay. I see. But then if you do roll a hard six, then you get 45 bucks. Mm-hmm. I see. See, now I might learn. Damn, I'm going to end up playing now. <laughs> I'm going to end up playing because now I'm learning about the, the big money, the big money winners. But, I mean, rolling a hard six or any, like, hard number like that is impossible. It's not impossible. I mean, there's there's one way to do it, right? There's, yeah. Same thing with hard four, hard six, hard eight, and hard ten. What about, like, snake eyes? Does that pay good? If you bet snake eyes, I think it's 30 to one. Really? Same thing with boxcars. What's that? Is that six six? That's twelve. Yeah, hard twelve. Box cars. See, I like that term. See, that, that's why I like crafts. They got all these terms. They got all these weird little terms to them. If I had like money to blow, I'd play that all day, but I don't. You say that every time, but you always walk back up with money. Not really, dude. I've never left Vegas up. Never. I had a chance to one time. I put a hundred bucks on red. It hit. Left it on red. Hit again, and then I'm like, hit it, do it again. <laughs> and then you lost all your money. And then I lost it. Actually, I take that back. I did that, and then I went back up. I did another hundred bucks. Got to four hundred. Was like, okay, good. And then I went to a video roulette game, and that was a massive mistake. I don't trust those ever, 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 ever. It was like a real, like a true video roulette. Like there was no table in the middle. It was just like a slot machine roulette. No, I would never play those. I get in trouble because sometimes the craps tables are just too busy. Mm -hmm. And I go try to play like the video craps and I just 
every time I sit down, I'm like, why am I doing this? You can't trust it. Yeah. And even though it's probably fair, but you just, it, it, it feels like you can't trust it. So you feel dumber when you leave. At the end of the day, you got to remember that it's a casino and they're there to steal your money, not steal it, but take it from you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a, so the longer that you gamble, the more the opportunity is for you to lose money. I know, but you always, I hate like, I don't know. That's classic gamblers. They always tell you about the times they win. So you hear all the winning stories. You'd never, ever hear the losing story. One of my old bosses is notorious for that. He would just tell, oh, yeah, I went to Vegas, cashed 10 grand. And like I saw him one time and buddy, it was uncomfortable how much he was down at one point. Down bad. Down at first. And he like looked at me and I didn't want to make eye contact. So you like, I was avoiding eye contact at all all turns he goes oh man it's it's rough today i'm like yeah let me just get my five dollar bet here (laughs) it was bad yeah no i definitely get that but you always hear like yeah i put a 100 bucks in the high limit slot and and i won the only crazy like thing that i've had happen like that was i guess bristol now has a casino Mm -hmm. i think i've told you this story but i had i already had a good day at the casino, like I was up a couple hundred bucks and I was getting ready to leave for the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And I sat down at this slot machine and I put 30 bucks in. I was spinning, spinning, spinning. Got down to what would be the last spin. And uh it won like eight free games, then proceeded to um spin itself for another 10 minutes. And I walked away up substantially, like over a thousand dollars what yeah that's so lucky (laughs) but now that that happened and i haven't gambled since so going to vegas i'm probably gonna lose all of my money you're nervous about it because you know you got to give some back that's my thing you gotta if if i win big i have to go spend like another 50 bucks and lose it so you can get the you know you can level level it back out there's only one slot machine that I trust. And it's, there's four wheel of fortune slots over there by the ice cream place at the South point. Yeah. And if you're looking down from the top and you're fit, like if you're not taking the back, if you're at the ice cream place and you're looking, it's the one in the back on the left. I always have good luck at that one. I was always told to play the edges when it comes to slot machines, the ones that are in high traffic areas. See, that goes both ways, though. I mean, you think that Cape's due for a win, or if there's so much high traffic, someone was probably already won there. It's one of those deals. To double-edge 22. A double-edge 22? The real catch sword. Yeah. That joke didn't hit. I'm sorry. No, that was terrible. That was awful. To be honest. That was, awful. That was very, very bad. I told you the morning episodes are bad. <laughs> They're bad. They're not good. <sighs> Las Vegas. Can't wait to get there. I'm I, I want to a champion playing in like ages. I'm about whenever I go to States for a bit, it's gonna be a while like a while since I've been to there. I'm gonna park you in so you can't leave. Oh, what time <laughs> does your flight leave? Two o'clock. Two PM? Yeah. We have to leave at ten thirty. Tonight? No, tomorrow morning. Oh. What time does your garage open? I think like 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Oh, you guys are leaving today? Yeah, I don't really get, I don't get why we're leaving today for Vegas, but I was looking at the schedule for Phoenix, and we don't leave until 7 a.m. on Friday. We have practice Friday. The garage opens at noon. Yeah, but you're also going back three hours. You're going back in time, but like still, like it's – it's risky. Oh, so you guys leave today, spend tonight there, then yeah, that makes sense. So you are you gonna rage tonight or what are you gonna do? Probably chill, dude. Go gamble. Oh, I don't know. I don't have anybody to gamble with. See, that's the problem when you have no one to gamble with. Maybe I'll go to the movies. I'm reaching out to like fringe friends to go gamble with me. That's how bad it's gotten. That is bad. You need to call one eight hundred gambler. No, I mean, I'll go gamble by myself. I've done it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again. You want to watch me do it again? <laughs> no, I don't know. 
there's no good movies out though right now. I would go to the movies. Actually, no, that one movie out. Bullet Train. I'm not trying to see that. I don't know. I love the South Point movie theater though. It is nice. I mean, there for two weeks, I hit that thing like five times. Yeah, if there is, if there is uh, off-site hotel Vegas, I think South Point's pretty decent. Yeah, there's another really good. There's another one that I really want to go to, uh, that Red Rocks one. Where's that? that? That's like out. Remember where we played golf that one time? Oh yeah, it's kind of out there. Dude, I got to golf again. Last time I went, I was so bad. Could not. I don't know what happened to me, dude. Like, I used to be so, I mean, not good, but I could get off the tee box and I couldn't do anything else. Lately, can't get off the tee box, but I'm, like, pretty solid at getting up and down and, like, all the other stuff. Like, I remember last time I went to golf was when I was in Austin. We're on a par three, and I parred it. But I got 10 feet off the tee box and then seven iron on the green and then put it in. <laughs> Solid. It was Good a stuff. weird par three ever done. All right, let's end this thing. We're close to an hour. Might as well just get there. No, we told ourselves we're not going to go an hour. We're not, not going to go an hour. Anymore. We're going to name this episode less than an hour. All right. Well, that's it from Will Man of Genius. Sorry, Matt doesn't want to talk today. I just uh, bullied him into end, ending this episode early. I mean, I kind of want to also. I'm really kind of over it. I need to go pack. Yeah, I have to pack for tomorrow, too. Ain't packed nothing. Same. Yeah, that's it for Women of Genius. Like, subscribe, swipe up. Bye.